Hello everybody and welcome back to the LMT Fitness Podcast. I'm Lindsay and I'm a coach at LMT Fitness and I specialise in helping women who feel stuck in a rut with their health and fitness and they really want to learn how to eat and fuel their bodies for their health, that want to strength train, that want to build strong and healthy bodies but find the whole concept of health and fitness and nutrition and all of this stuff really overwhelming. I really like to break it down and make it as simple as possible and show women that sometimes it's just little tweaks that need to be made to start feeling the benefits. So if you listen to this and you like the sound of my approach with things, then I will leave my details in the show notes where you can contact me or find out more information about my online coaching. As you probably have seen this heading for this podcast, and I would imagine if you've clicked on it to listen to it, you are probably thinking right now about going on another diet. And this is problematic for a few reasons. And if you are somebody that is right now stuck in this yo-yo diet cycle and it just seems never-ending every attempt that you make doesn't doesn't work long term you know you might see some success you know early on but then you know end up back at square one or even further away and I'm going to stick my head on the the chopping block here and say probably a diet or another diet is the last thing that you need to be honest with you because one of the main problems, I believe, and in my experience in working with loads and loads of women who have tried to lose body fat in several different ways, is that a diet has this, now when I say diet, I mean a, a period of time, when we sort of define it as a period of time where your aim is to lose weight, basically. And this is one of the biggest problems with it I think it's the fact that it's we look at it as a period of time and it's not a happy period of time you know it's restriction it's cutting things out it's you know really sort of emphasizing your preoccupation with food and you know not being able to do social events not being able to you know have different sort of, like food freedom with different things and it's really miserable it's not a nice place to be. So I am absolutely not anti-fat loss by any means. For some people, it's an important goal. You know, we all have our own personal reasons for, you know, for our own goals, being our own goals. And for a lot of people, it is important for their health. But I believe that when it comes to fat loss, it's not another diet that we need essentially it's a complete lifestyle change and I know that sounds really quite scary and quite terrifying to think of but if we sort of strip it back and think you know how is it that I've got to this stage where I'm really unhappy with you know how I feel I'm really unhappy with how I look I want to lose this I want to lose this body fat but I don't know how you know I keep getting stuck in this cycle and the only way to really do this long term is to change your normal, to change your lifestyle overall. Because if you don't, staying stuck in a diet for a set period of time 
okay, it's a, a shorter period of time with restriction. But then afterwards, if you go back to the behaviours and the actions and everything that led to you wanting or needing whatever way you look at it to go on this diet in the first place, it just happens again. And this is where the cycle comes in. Fat loss is hard. Like, it's really, really tough. It's really, really challenging because, you know, if we think about it, okay, it's eat less, move more, great. Whoever coined that idea, like, really is so out of touch with reality because, yes, in theory, that is what we need to do. But it does not, you know, it leaves no room for human behaviour. It leaves no room for stress. It leads, leaves no room for life happening for people's different circumstances all of these things along the way and that's the things that trip us up that's the things that make fat loss so so tough and so so challenging i think if you're listening to this and you are somebody that's struggled with fat loss you know maybe it's for a couple of years maybe it's for your whole life you know a lot of these journeys can sometimes be you know they can really span for decades of our lives and there's a few sort of, there's a few things that pop up often when I work with people who have, you know, been on a sort of yo-yo dieting journey for a long time. And one of the reasons that I think people struggle with is they've, they've really never learned or been taught how to eat for their health. And that's not a that's really not coming from a place of judgment or anything like that whatsoever. But we are all, you know, made up of, you know, the lessons that we were taught when we were young. You know, we take, um, like, influence from our peers. We take influence from partners, from things like this. You know, and it's potentially a skill that we've never known when we were younger or maybe we've lost along the way. And... This is something that I think is fundamental to fat loss that really is lasting and sustainable. It is learning how to eat for your health. And that includes chocolate, that includes pizza, that includes salad, that includes protein, it includes everything. Like a healthful diet is not just made up of vegetables and salad as we would, you know, made to believe, led to believe. So it's really learning how to eat for your health it is one of the key fundamental things, I think, to successful fat loss. Another thing that I find really affects people's ability to maintain fat loss or achieve fat loss, and that is consistency. And I really, really understand that when we decide it's time to make a change, we're feeling motivated, this is going to be the time. Like, we want it and we want it now. And in reality, it's just, it's it's really not going to happen like that. Because again, if we think about it, you know, probably the the process of getting to where you are now has not been an overnight thing. It's not took a week, two weeks, whatever it is. You know, it's been potentially years of like a certain type of behaviour or eating in a certain way to get to this point now. So, 
okay, it might not take years to, to you know, to to change the way that you want things to be, but it takes time and it takes being consistent. And there's very, very, very few journeys that fat loss journeys that I help women on where it is plain, plain sailing. And, you know, every week the, the measurements and everything that we're tracking, like, you know, do a nice downward straight line. It just doesn't happen. So it's sort of coming to like an acceptance of the fact that there will be bumps in the roads, but that's normal. And if you can remain consistent and try not to let that sort of get to you too much and, you know, learn about things, learn about nutrition, learn about, you know, what what affects scale weight, learn about, you know, what makes you more bloated, how do you feel, how do foods make you feel physically, all of these things. It can really help you to stay consistent. And one thing that I find super helpful, and I, I use this with myself as well and for different sort of goals I have in life, the time that we have now, it, the time is passing. And if you're at a point where you feel really miserable and really stuck and you don't know what to do, but you're also so frustrated about how long it's potentially going to take you to learn and change your lifestyle and change your behaviours, like that time is going to pass. It will be in a year from now. It will be a year from now. And that is regardless of if you've made change or not. But if you have and you've stuck to it and you've remained consistent, side note here, it, consistent does not mean perfect. But if you've remained consistent, imagine how far you could actually be in a year. Like that's huge, really, really huge. And you can do so much. So if you just sort of buckle down and hold in for the ride and there will be ups and downs, but accept that it's a, you know, a longer a longer term, then the results will come. Another thing that I find a lot of people struggle with is, you know, potentially if you came from like a background of sort of different fad diets, cutting cutting food groups out, you know, maybe it's super, super low calorie, all, all of this sorts of stuff. This, so these don't actually take into account maybe maybe shakes or something as well you know there's all these different ones that you can you can do you know the internet is full of them and all a lot of nonsense in my opinion um but anyway these types of diets they don't really allow for you to eat the types of food that can make fat loss and the whole fat loss process a hell of a lot easier because Yes, it comes down to calories. Yes, the calories do matter. But what makes the journey so much easier is the types of food that you consume whilst you remain in your calorie deficit. Because if we think about, I don't know, a, a pizza, for example, whatever it is, something, say a pizza and you eat a Domino's pizza and it's 1,200 calories, okay, so say your calorie deficit is, for example, 1,500 calories, 1,600 calories, and you eat a 1,200 calorie pizza, that's pretty much the majority of your your food for the day gone. Okay, you might be able to have like another small thing, but that's it. And if you eat that 
I'm, I'm just saying this for talking sake here, but if you eat that in the morning, come night time, you are going to be starving, you are going to be ravenous, you're going to be so, so hungry. So thinking about like how much food, food volume you can actually eat for 1,500, 1,600 calories is actually quite a lot if you think carefully about the types of food you're eating. So things like vegetables, vegetables are super low calorie, but they're super high volume. They're full of fiber. Protein as well is really the sort of main macronutrient that's going to help fill you up. So think about how you build your meals as well. Pack on the, the, the veg, you know, snack on fruit, pack on the protein. All of these things are going to make your meals so much more filling, so much more satiating, and it leaves less room for you then craving different, you know, different things, particularly later in the evening, because I know this is like a sort of time when a lot of people crave things. So really the types of food that you eat are of huge, huge importance. And in my opinion, probably are one of the main drivers which dictate the success of your fat loss, of your fat loss period. After fat loss, so when I say lifestyle change, as I mentioned at the start of this, this podcast, the way that I work with my clients is to teach them all of this nutrition, all of this nutrition stuff, you know, how to build a balanced plate, how to eat to be able to fuel your training sessions that we are working on. If there's a fat loss goal, okay, there's a, there'll be a, a slight calorie deficit for a period of time. But afterwards, after the so-called, you know, fat loss phase, you just continue. You continue with what you're doing. There's no start, there's no end, there's no, you know, there's no huge thing of that you now reach this goal weight and then, you know, we do something completely drastic. You've spent that time learning, you know, developing this knowledge, building up trust with yourself around food. You've not excluded anything at all. You know, there's been compromise with, you know, maybe amounts of certain foods. But you've really spent the time learning how to tune into what your body wants, tune into the type of food that makes you feel good, learning the types of food that fill you up, learning how to make your meals satiating, how to include more whole foods in your diet. And then when you get to the end of this fat loss phase, you just continue that. And... It's funny how much, you know, taste buds change, you know, what you enjoy changes. And I'm not for any minute here saying that, you know, if you just cut down on chocolate, then you'll just stop liking chocolate. That's not what I mean at all. But when you really sort of link back your nutrition to your health, and again, to reiterate, that also includes food that's good for the soul. So for me, that is pizza as well. Um... But like when you really sort of link food back to how you feel, how it makes you feel, are you bloated, are you sluggish, are you energised, you know, you can make more informed decisions and more informed choices about types of food that you want to eat more of, types of food that you might want to eat a bit less of. And if you really spend the time learning how to make your meals filling and satiating and, you know, feeling satisfied after a meal, there's a lot less space for, you know, this sort of like grab and go, oh, I'm hungry, so I'll just eat a packet of crisps. Or I'll just eat a chocolate bar. Like, that's not going to fill you up. Again, there's nothing wrong with it whatsoever, but keep it for when you really want it. 
like if you're sitting wherever with a cuppa and you really want a biscuit then go for it like but have it because you really want it rather than just like a convenience because you're, you've not had enough food at meal times so hopefully this helps a little bit um as i've said there's nothing really i am not anti-diet i'm not anti-fat loss at all because i know for some people it is an important goal and a lot of my clients do have fat loss goals and it's so so nice for me to see and to work with women that actually learn about nutrition and develop a much better relationship with their food and with their attachment to food as well because you know if you've got a full belly if you feel felt like if you feel full up food can stop having such a hold over you because it, it can do especially if you're hungry and you know you're having to cut out all the types of food that you love to eat then it becomes the thing the only thing that you can think about so if you are thinking of going on another diet please drop me a message first and I would love to chat to you about it and if you like the sound of the sort of style of how I work and you know my sort of attitude toward this then please get in touch I would love to hear from you if you think you know somebody that this podcast could help it would be super helpful if you could share it or give it a, a review it really helps me to reach more people so thank you very much for listening and I will speak to you in the next one